Welcome to Azeroth, a history. I'm your co-host, Bam Bam Anderson. And I'm your co-host, Tony Stark, a.k.a. Senpai. And as you may have noticed, our intro is different today, because today we're going to talk about some really heavy shit. Um, I'm going to use this portion to say, hey, if you are not ready to talk about this, or if you cannot talk about this, if you cannot listen to this conversation, that is absolutely fine. Um, we are going to be talking about um, much of the lawsuit without going into many of the details, but uh, we are going to be talking about sexual harassment um, in gaming and even outside of gaming, as well as suicidal ideation, and uh, I, th I think that I think that was it. I think that's mostly what we're talking about today. Yeah. So consider that the trigger warning. Proceed at your at your own caution. Yeah. So, and this is also going to go into like where the podcast itself is going to be going um, as well. I have written a statement that I'm going to be putting at the end of the episode, and then I'm going to be cutting it out and putting it on YouTube just as itself, so I can link to it without having to link to the full conversation. Um, just like through a little bot on my channel. But yeah. Um, I'm also going to be including links in the notes of how employees of Activision Blizzard have um, asked for people to support them. Um, there is a number of charities and causes that they have championed specifically, and we'll have links to all of those in our notes, um, as well as in the separate statement video that I'll be putting together. Uh, and yeah. Where do we even begin with this? Um, let's see. Okay, so as you may be aware, um, Blizzard, Activision Blizzard is being sued in California over... I have a really hard time with these, with the headlines, because it's saying it's over frat boy culture and harassment, but when you actually dive into the lawsuit, it is so much fucking worse than that. And even if you dive into the actual articles, it is so much worse than that. Um, I, I don't even know what to say about a lot of it without going into details. Something that has kind of sparked me, I mean, all of this is very challenging. Because, like, I don't know about you, Bam Bam, but when, like, when I had told you about it, um, but, like, for me, when I heard about it, because, like, I, I suffer from PTSD, and I get flashbacks a lot, and it's fucking awful, and I immediately flash back to pretty much any time that I have been sexually harassed in my life, which has been out on the street waiting for a bus. I got called Sweet Cheeks, and that was only a few years ago, and then I had to keep seeing that person because he lived in my area. Um, and, like... Uh, you know, I've been humped at bars. I've, like, just grinded on without my permission. Uh, I, like, uh... Unfortunately, it's a, it's a reality that most femme-presenting people or people who've been assigned female at birth have gone through 
numerous instances of sexual harassment leading all the way up to the extremes of sexual assault, you know? Yep. It's just, it's, it's the reality. And I, and I think anybody who tries to say that that's not the reality isn't listening to the, the femmes in their life. Yeah, they're definitely not listening to survivors, and guaranteed you, like, anybody who's close to me that has ever, like, said, like, well, you know, she, blah, blah, no, I, I have, I do not trust those people, and have either actively avoided them, or even just removed them from my life, um... Sometimes that's not always possible. Like they're like the, some of these people are probably still working with their abusers, and yeah. And so I, I guess just to reiterate this point, like anybody who's saying like, "Well, this isn't just in the gaming industry. This isn't just an Activision Blizzard thing." Like we're fucking AFAB. We fucking know. Like we know it's bad. It's bad everywhere bad everywhere you know like i don't have much experience with the gaming world at all that's part of why i'm part of this podcast right mm -hmm. um but i have worked in the food industry and the hospitality industry for uh, many years i've been in the back of house mostly in the kitchens which is male dominated and kitchen culture is very very sexual and dirty you know it's like the dirty jokes are just the norm you know you bend over to pick something up and somebody grabs you and pumps you and like that's just kind of part of being in a kitchen which like it it shouldn't be no but that's the, <laughs> the narrative that you get told when you speak up about it oh it's that's true the narrative that i've been told when i've been like don't touch me like that don't talk to me like that why like what makes you think that you can treat me in this way and it's like oh like if you can't stand the heat get out of the kitchen and it's like no uh, and don't be a harassing asshole maybe exactly and like that that's the other thing about this is like people who have been like well why didn't you tell hr like there are numerous stories that we're seeing about people going to hr for these things and they're like well you know, it wasn't really meant like that. Or, like, maybe you should take time off and see if you really belong at Blizzard. Like, it, that's the kind of thing, that's the kind of thing that they've been met with. Um, you know, it's... People it's seem to think that HR is this, like, godsend, above corruption type of department, and it's not. People, like, the people who cause problems can work in HR, you know? It benefits the people in HR to protect the people who pay their bills and, like, write their checks. Yep, and actually it was even reported that uh, there was a leak of some Facebook photos from a previous BlizzCon that, you know, was actually specifically named in the lawsuit, the Cosby Suite, if you're not familiar. Um, there, was, there were pictures leaked of that, and somebody tweeted them out saying, look, their HR is even in the fucking picture of this. And they're like champion championing and like I will say I don't I don't necessarily know how well known the allegations against Bill Cosby were at the time, but like mo motherfucker no <laughs> like this isn't funny and like ugh, I, it's awful. 
it's uh, I just I feel so dirty about all of it and so angry and so the the emotional roller coaster that I have been going through between like we need to champion change we need to fight for change in this and every industry and in all of society all the way to burn the entire fucking world down more than it already is because we already know it's on fire both literally and figuratively and like those literally feel like the two options right now of just fight to make it right or burn everything to the fucking ground it's really hard to reconcile i guess between those two options like because that that that's been my last i don't know what eight days at this point we're recorded on thursday and um the news i had seen it wednesday night on the 21st um yeah so the part of what makes this actually so horrendous for me is that like not only has it just been not reported um that people you know either they had come forward to hr which quite frankly you're supposed to protect the company by protecting your employees i don't give a shit that is what hr is supposed to be for and that is clearly not what is going on um but not only that, but it got so bad for one woman that she took her own life. And this is something that really fucking hit in the gut for me because I have been suicidal for over five years every single fucking day for over five years. And this, like, this is something that could very well take my life. I take steps to prevent that, but that doesn't mean that that isn't the reality. Um, I've also lost two people that I met through World of Warcraft that became my family through World of Warcraft that have also taken their own lives. And so it was incredibly heartbreaking to hear that. Um, she, like, she has not been named at all, but, like, people were passing around naked photos of her at a holiday party at a company holiday party not just not just like oh yeah we're all getting together no it was a company party and this and this was okay right and like and like i mean you don't really get to hang out uh, on stream very much but like i talk about chloe and sloat a lot and th those like they were better family to me than my family and they i they're no longer here because they lost their lives to their own demons and that is something that is fucking heartbreaking um and it's 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 difficult to hear because for this particular women woman it wasn't her own demons right yep. it was the circumstances of the harassment and the never-ending harassment that she had to go through in her workplace that pushed her to that point yep and that that is preventable that is so preventable by just not having this kind of behavior be accepted that's it absolutely um 
why do guys feel like it's appropriate to tell somebody that you have dick sucking lips? Like, I will never understand how that anybody thinks that's appropriate to say, especially in a fucking workplace. Oh, yeah. And, like, hell, even, like, outside of this, like, I was streaming last weekend. I was playing PC Building Simulator, and then we were talking about the... We were talking about all of this. We were talking about sexual harassment in general, and someone thought it was a good idea to DM me porn of a dude masturbating. And I'm like, first of all, how is this okay? Second of all, I moved too quick, and I banned him from the Discord uh, as well as blocked him too quickly because I didn't get a chance to send him some really fucked up tentacle porn. <laughs> um, but yeah, that... that <laughs> I, I need to I need to have those links ready for that for those uh, particular options. But like straight up, like this is something that happens everywhere in streaming. Bam, right there. Um, even just in regular conversations. Like I was having a conversation with a friend a while back. Um, I I don't really consider them a friend anymore. But I was told that I need human cuddles, and when I said no. The, the question was why? And I just kept saying no over and over. I don't need an explanation for this. I said no. That's it. You don't need to ask me why over and over. Um, and then even during the pandemic was I was asked out on a date. And I've, t I've talked about this before. Sexual harassment also looks like constantly trying to go against my boundaries of like like granted my boundaries have changed because we are in a pandemic that of a disease that is very likely to kill me and so i'm like i'm not comfortable meeting anybody in person oh but i want to come cook for you i don't give a shit this is a boundary if people in your life have boundaries regardless of whether they're women queer uh men uh, it doesn't matter who anybody is, if they have a boundary that you are trying to fucking break through, you need to step the fuck off. And I'm at a point that if someone tries to, like, get past a boundary at this point, I'm gonna fucking punch you. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm tired. Right? So much of being raised as an air quotes woman yep. in this world um, is allowing others to do what they want to just appease the people in your life to compromise your own boundaries and your own identity and your own self in order to make other people more happy and more comfortable and that is part of this culture that we're in that promotes harassment this that is part of the rape culture Absolutely. And, like, this this will even extend to, like, my own family, too. Um, there, I remember there being many conversations around me, but never including me. But, like, I was right fucking there of, like, how I liked guys. Like, that's not- I was a child! That's not right! I don't know if you had that growing up, but, like- Like, that, that's not fucking right, and, like, and it took me a long time to, like, really understand who I was as a non-binary person, as a two-spirit gender-fluid person, like, being AFAB fucking sucks. Um, 
And then there are people who undermine anything because, oh, well, I don't understand how that can be a thing as well, which, like, I mean... Not understanding something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Exactly. I don't understand string theory. That doesn't mean that it's it's not a thing. I'm going to, like, extremes there with that one, because <laughs> that's a very... <laughs> but that's essentially what my thought was. Like, there are so many aspects on different streams of science that I do not understand, but that does not mean that chemistry isn't real. Exactly. You know? You know? Like, fuck. And that... I also want to mention, like, we're we're talking mostly about sexual harassment because, like, that's how we've been brought up in this world as AFAB people, um, we, and so, like, this is mostly what we're reading about this, but this isn't even just about sexual harassment and assault. This is also about, um, there were allegations of racism in the, um, in the actual lawsuit that's already been filed. They're still looking for people to come forward, and there is somebody to look for on Twitter as well who is kind of helping field those responses to the state of California um, for racism and any other kind of uh, abuse as well. Um, There were also, like, some instances that I had heard of later about um, somebody wanted to make an It Gets Better video, and it was like, well, we're not going to be doing that here. And I, I looked it up before we started, um, the It Gets Better project started in 2010. I I wholly believe that stuff has started to change at the company because, and I'm probably going to be decried as a corporate shill here at this point, but I don't care. Like, this is how I see it, is um, Blizzard had released the Blizzard logo in Rainbow uh, for Pride, and those are now available to purchase. And a lot of people were like, oh, well, it's rainbow capitalism. And a lot of the LGBTQ plus employees at Blizzard were like, no, no, no. We were the ones fighting for this. We wanted to make this happen. And we pushed for it and we made it happen. So I truly believe that change is starting to happen. Not fast enough, but it is starting. Um, There have also been reports of abuse coming not only out of California, but also the Austin offices as well, uh, which I believe is mostly customer service, uh, as well as the the um, European offices. Like, th- this is not just a California thing. Yeah, the California part of the company is being held to account by the state of California, which is great, and it should be, absolutely, but this isn't just there. This is throughout the entire company. And and outside of this company. Like, um, Riot Games, uh, they produce uh, League of Legends, uh, Valorant, they went through a thing, I don't remember exactly how long ago, and I don't have the articles up right now, um, but they were also kind of called to account on this a while back, and Things have been changing at that company from what I have seen. Uh, I don't know exactly how true that is. Quite frankly, anything that doesn't come from a woman specifically anymore, I am, like, 
or like a survivor of any of this shit, I am very, very high. I'm very likely to take it with a giant grain of salt. Like, take one of those Himalayan salt lamps. Yeah, that's what I'm taking any reports of things changing with. And those 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 salt lamps are big. Uh, yeah, they are. So like, yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the, I mean, this is everywhere. This isn't just, and as we've said before, this isn't just a blizzard. Bam Bam's worked in kitchens. I, I've worked in pharmacy where, like, I, I've been lucky enough to work in places which have been dominated by women, specifically. But, like, it, like, I, I was once in computer repair and, uh, and later on in tech support, which were very male-dominated. Um... And so, like that kind of shit was even normal there, and now it's like I I'm not standing for this shit anymore. And I might have in the past, absolutely. And but like that that doesn't make any of it right. And so and I am like, unfortunately like male dominated industries just tend to have a more toxic work culture. Yep. This is literally toxic masculinity at its finest, eh? Yep. Like, and, like, <sighs> I, like, I don't even know what else to say at this point. Um, there's so much. Like, there's so much to say. Oh, shit, I didn't mention Ubisoft. Ubisoft has also been going through the ringer publicly as well for the last uh, I believe year was when things came out there they have also signed uh, an open letter along with the Blizz the Activision Blizzard employees uh, calling for change which I believe is well over 2500 uh, Activision Blizzard names um, and then add on I don't I thought there was a number somewhere. I don't have the number. There but a number of Ubisoft employees have also signed this open letter calling for change not just in Activision Blizzard but also in the entire industry. I'm going to point out how much that says that not only are the employees of one company calling for change but another company their employees are Waning them. That is huge. Like that. People th are getting tired of it, man. Women are not standing for this kind of treatment anymore, and it's about fucking time. Yeah, and like, and th that's that's some of the other shit that I've heard too. Is like, it's it it's not even just the women that have been sexually harassed, but like even men have come forward. That, like, yeah, like, things were said to me that they wanted to do X and X acts to me. And it's like, wow, like, Jesus, like, uh. <laughs> you know what's bad when even the men aren't safe. Yep. And, yeah, so, and I, I truly do believe that there there is change going to be happening. Um, I took part, part in the Oribos sit-in on the 22nd. Uh, which was, it was put together by an RP group, the Fence Macabre, and they ended up raising over $13,000 for Black Girls Code, 
Um, I believe it was like $13,111 or something like that. It's very close to that anyway. I don't have the exact number in front of me. Um, So, like, that was a thing. Um, There was also the ActiBlizz walkout, uh, which a lot of players also joined in in game as well. We all congregated in a main city and logged out at the same time. So, like, that is also huge. Uh, Inspiring to see how many people who love the game and play the game Mm -hmm. are using the fact that they are existing in that space to try and make a statement and call for change. And, like, with such real-world consequences and... Uh, uh, like $13,000 is an incredible amount of money to be able to raise Mm -hmm. for like such a great cause as well. Yep. Um, As well, like seeing, seeing all the Twitter threads of like, Hey, is this is this server and like seeing all of these people grouped up in the same place. And then like, I put out my own on my server. Um, there was, I think there was almost two full raid groups on my shard as well. So that was 80 people just congregated for this. Like, that's huge. Like, that, that is a very, very big thing. Um, yeah, like, it. so th- there's been a lot of, com- not just community outcry, uh, but even employee outcry of, like, shit needs to change like get your shit together blizzard um and activision and every like you just fucking get your shit together believe the believe the survivors um yeah i i don't know what else to say at this point (laughs) um we can hope that things like the open letter and the lawsuit and the community reactions that we're seeing are going to be enough to bolster the kind of changes that need to happen and that we all want to see. So aside from the actual company response itself, like all pretty much all of the actual blizzard IP, like social places like all all of the twitters and everything like those were silent throughout all of this because obviously the workers are like i don't want to you know some of them have been quite frankly shutting down over trauma responses um and there just hasn't been anything put out on any of their socials which has been kind of amazing to see to be honest um the world of warcraft team did however put out a statement that they are committed to change which further empowers my view that, you know, sh- shit will change. Um, at least I'm very much hoping so. And th- the other thing that I want to mention, I think, too, with this is, like, it, this affects more than just the people at Blizzard. Um, whether or not you decide to boycott, I'm it, the, the choice, ultimately, is your own. And I'm not going to judge you either way. I will say, though, I don't believe boycotting is the way to go, because if this company goes bankrupt, you know, like, you're putting all of the people who still work there, who are still stuck there, out of a job, quite possibly, and I don't think that's right either. 
And, like, anybody who's like, oh, we'll just get a new job, like, it's not that easy, especially if you're an AFAB person. Um, or even if you're an LGBTQ plus person. Um, like, th- this is... It's, it's not always that easy. Some people have uprooted their lives for what they thought was their dream job and turned out to be a fucking nightmare. Um, which, like, that in itself is heartbreaking. But there are plenty of other people who don't work at Blizzard who, you know, none of us knew. I have built my entire platform on World of Warcraft. Fucking surprise! Um, There are plenty of other people out there who have also made their entire career, essentially now, on World of Warcraft or on Overwatch or on Blizzard in general. Like, there is an entire company called Blizzard Watch that, like, they go into everything Blizzard, not just World of Warcraft, but they also go into Diablo, as well as Overwatch, um, and, and StarCraft, too. Which, I mean, that's kind of petered out a little bit, because <laughs> they don't put a lot out for that. But, like, the, it, it doesn't just affect the people at the company, but it also affects a lot of people who make content about these IPs and about these these worlds um and so like it's it's a very difficult place to make decisions in all of this <sighs> I, yeah there's there's a lot more that could be said about that but i think i think we've kind of set mostly set our piece at this point, unless there's something you want to add, Bam Bam. I know. I think we pretty much covered all the boxes. Okay. Um, in that case, I will read my prepared statement. <sighs> okay, this is going to be long, and I need to actually make sure I can read this. Hang on. Let me. <laughs> it's small, and I'm blind, and I really need new glasses. All right. So. Um, at this point, I'm going to read my own statement regarding kind of what's happening. Um, Bam Bam already knows what's going on. Um, and so, yeah, and then I'll be cutting this out and putting it just in a YouTube clip, uh, just a link as well. Um, all right, let, let's get into Senpai's s- statement. <clears throat> There has been no easy way to talk about the situation with Activision for Bl- and Blizzard. For one thing, it's pointed out over and over again constantly that there is not ju- this is not just an Activision Blizzard thing or a gaming industry thing. It is everywhere. Believe me, as an AFAB person, I am well aware. I grew up with a serious lack of 90s fe- feminism that I didn't realize how much I lacked until the movie Captain Marvel came out. This entire situation has not only brought up times that I've been doubted in video games because my voice is feminine, uh, and I'm seen as a woman even though I am a two-spirit and fluid person. Also thanks to PTSD and and having lots of flashbacks, it has brought back up a lot of other trauma of being treated unfairly for any number of reasons, but specifics that came to mind include being called sweet cheeks while waiting for a bus, a friend saying that I needed human cuddles during a conversation and when I said no, asked why over and over, and most recently being asked out, and while trying to set things up during the get-to-know-you part, was met with constant pushing at boundaries. That last one was during a pandemic, mind you. 
That's not all that came up, obviously. This would not have been such a difficult situation if that was it. But as Bam Bam and I have talked about today, I suffer from incredibly severe depression and have been suicidal for five years. Over five years. While being in therapy has meant great strides for me, the pandemic seriously postponed any healing that was taking place. Hearing about a woman taking her own life because of what she endured broke me in a way that I can't explain to most other people. Again, I am someone that has been there every single day for over five years. Unfortunately, even with all of this, I cannot deny the good that has come out of World of Warcraft in particular. This game has literally saved my life over the years, in many ways, one of which has been giving me a family. I talk about Chloe on the stream a lot, uh, less so about Sloat. These were two men in my life who had my back, who lost their own lives to their own suicide. The survivor's guilt I still carry, and that has and that was brought back to the front again in all of this has been unbearable. Though I was fortunate enough to have scheduled my next therapy appointment for the following week. That, that has not made it any easier. Believe me when I say all of this feels incredibly shitty to say. Even more so between threads, more people coming forward publicly, more bad news, and even some of the good, the emotional roller coaster between burn the entire fucking world down and we need to make change has been so defeating. However, after taking part in the Oribos sit-in on July 22nd and helping coordinate a group for the mass logout to coincide with the ActiBlizz walkout of Activision Blizzard employees, after seeing not only Activision Blizzard employees sign an open letter, but even Ubisoft employees sign and call for better working environments. I have faith that things will change. Is it going to be overnight? No. Is it going to be easy? No. But will it be worth it? Absolutely. Now this comes with some caveats from myself personally. My main account, which was so kindly given a huge subscription for, is active until June 2022. That means 10 months. I believe this is more than enough time for Activision and Blizzard to get their shit together and make change. I will be keeping my second account active through gold farming for that time as well. If nothing changes by then, those accounts die in this podcast with them. So for now, the podcast lives. But that's not all there is to say. Because I do also have to recognize that we may have named some people who are potentially abusers. Some of the people we have named quite possibly are not. One, however, was specifically named in the lawsuit, and we have definitely mentioned him. I will be going through our episodes slowly, but I believe he was only named in the Sylvanas episode. When we have time, we will be recording a new episode about Sylvanas, likely with much of the updated lore by that point. For now, the episode will stay in place, but as soon as I find a spot for that recording, it is coming down. Our trivia and voices are also going to be disappearing, and this I find a shame because there were absolutely good people that we have mentioned in those places. But I cannot ignore that we may have championed the names of those who have fed into a horrifying place to work. As for myself on stream, I will still be streaming. I will no longer keep a focus on World of Warcraft or Overwatch, but instead I will be shifting to new things. I don't fully know what this will mean yet, I don't know if the art will come back or if Ben and I will work to replace it. 
but I do know that my fight for these survivors, many of whom have taken pay cuts to work what they believed was their dream and turned out to be a nightmare, is working with the game and demanding change. I also strive to create a welcoming and safe space for women, 2SLGBTQIA+, and BIPOC gamers, as, and others, and will continue to do so. In the meantime, we urge, you, we urge you to look into the causes that Blizzard employees have championed. And if you are able to donate, please do. If you can't donate, please share them. Listen to survivors. Amplify their voices if they speak up. Don't judge them if they, if they aren't able to. Demand change, and don't stop fighting for what's right. Now, I want to take a second to address something as well, else as well that has come out of this. There have been a lot of holier-than-thou takes on jumping on other games, saying X is better, and for whatever reason. This is something that I will not be tolerating in my community. Do not demand anything from anyone, least of all those who have survived this fucking shit. Everyone needs to process their own way. Be kind. <laughs>